Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. My guests today are Lindsay Adler and John Taylor. Hey, guys. Hey, Jolie. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know who was going to go first, so I just... It's always a trip having a couple in here. This isn't the first time that I've had a couple. Actually, the first time I had a couple in here was my parents. Which was a trip. Wow, we're really um, just that following was, some good footsteps. Yeah, um, that was definitely like a bold and risky move on my part. But they <laughs> behaved themselves. They were great. Um, and then I've had my friends Jaya and Matt on the show. And it's always interesting to watch like the interplay between the couples. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I think, maybe to provide a tiny bit of therapy. <laughs> um, you guys, Lindsay and John are one of my favorite couples. And I am so excited that they could join me for my Valentine's Day episode. Um, in which we're going to talk a lot about hair. And as I said, probably... I'm going to end up doing a little hair therapy. Um, Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to help support my show. Um, All right, you guys. So in the um, we're going to we're going to tackle two separate hair related problems. They're both problems that John and Lindsay literally live. I hear about them all the time. Um, In the first segment, we're going to talk about human hair. Lindsay has like the most glorious head of hair. Beautiful, 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 long, thick, dark hair. John loves it, right? Every every last strand of it. (laughs) Except the strands that I find everywhere (laughs) all over the apartment. And especially in the yeah, the bathroom. <laughs> I was I was going for drain. Oh, well the drain <laughs> is good game the of bad libs. The, <laughs> the drain is in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing: my it's... hair has never met a drain. It can't clog. Like throughout my life, every single time I've moved to a new apartment, I'm like, oh, suddenly after like three weeks, the drain is clogged. It must just <laughs> be that everywhere I go has terrible plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Surely the problem cannot be me. <laughs> Everywhere. I've lived in like 10 different apartments in the last 10 years, and every single one of them, within like a month or two, I've found myself standing in standing water. <laughs> and you guys know I have that fear of standing water because I had that incident in college and the whole thing, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about. Actually, John, because it's a, it's a Columbia story. This is a like, gr- t- truly disgusting thing that happened to me when I, when I was at Barnard. Which dorm? Um, uh, it was when I lived in six sixteen. So John went to Columbia. Um, I it was when I lived in um, six sixteen. Okay. Um, or no, no, no sorry, six hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one, no, I mean it doesn't make a difference. the one down on like yeah. either one hundred fifteenth or one hundred sixteenth going toward Riverside. Yeah, right? I was. Okay. I lived. I lived in all three of them. Um, so you guys at, at Barnard, there were these three dorms that were basically old building apartment buildings that had been converted to dorms, and um, <clears throat> I lived in all three of them. They basically like upgraded every year um, but I live basically with the same group of girls in the first year well I'll just go ahead and tell the story now the first year we had um, an o- old like claw-footed bathtub shower sitch, and it clogged up and none of us 
being like idiot 19 year olds and selfish and clueless and all this stuff like none of us dealt with it and so it kept backing up and backing up and backing up to the point where we were like I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say this we were showering in calf deep fetid backed up water and delicious yeah and eventually we like one of the roommates, like, I don't know, bought some Drano or got a plunger or something and dealt with it. Um, but it was awful and traumatic, and that's why I have this fear of standing water now. You would not like Which, our shower. No, no, I it, would not. Just so quickly. Um, so, you guys, we, we are going to talk about drain stuff. Um, before we do, we're going to talk about some, some general hair pickup stuff. John, I think you're really going to relate to this letter from Monta that I'm going to have Lindsay read. Monta writes... Hi, Jolie. I have been with my lovely dude for 13 years. Lately, he has decided to finally act on a lifelong dream and grow his hair out. At first, I was against it, but this is a democracy. And so he did grow it out. And to my happy surprise, it looks amazing. He looks like Carl Uwe Knausgård or something, all rugged and lined and handsome. So we are both pleased with his new appearance. What could be the problem then, you are wondering? He sheds. All caps. He sheds. <laughs> like, I mean, a degree of shedding previously undreamt of in my awareness of the world. His hair is very thick. There's a ton of it. And it's all caps everywhere. <laughs> it is on every surface of the bathroom. It is all over the floor. It is on our furniture. It's even on the dog. All his shirts and sweaters are constantly covered with it. It's gross and distracting. I've had long hair before. I've lived with long haired people and animals. And I have never experienced anything like this level of shedding. Every single day he brushes it firmly and at length and removes pounds and pounds of loose hair from his head, yet it is never enough. I am constantly picking long hairs off his clothing and out of his beard and off my own clothing slash pillow slash face. It's really hard not to get distracted and stressed out by this. My main question, is there any hope? No. Aside from vigorous and regular brushing. Aside from Vigorous and regular brushing, do you have any tips for keeping our house at least a little more hair-free? Should he be brushing many times a day? This seems impractical and like a hard sell. Do you have any cleaning tips for quick, constant, easy hair removal that we could implement? All caps, help. Yes, I I have help and I have tips and I have sympathy for this situation. Um, I, I somehow didn't quite pick this up in the letter until I heard you read it, but the part about him shedding onto the dog... It's like especially hilarious. That's for a me. cruel irony. <laughs> it's like amazing. I love it. I went to uh, <laughs> I vacuumed the dog's bed last night, and it was just filled with my hair as well as his own. <laughs> it was concerning. Yeah, this seems this seems right. This seems right. Um, okay, so I have I have some help um, in terms of the pickup stuff, and I also have maybe some suggestions about how you might be able to cut down on the shedding a little, tiny, tiny little bit. Um, John, John is so triggered right now. I want to take notes or something. I feel <laughs> well. This is a re- this is recorded. Is the good news? Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. The magic of the this internet. Is, yeah. No, I just I, I feel like a Vietnam vet. Just like PTSD flashbacks. You look like you literally look traumatized right now, John. Can I can I just say like there have been numerous times where I have found myself. With that, you know that phantom hair feeling where you yes. feel like there is one somewhere on you, and I've just been clawing at my <laughs> neck and at the back of my head trying to get it, and I can never find it. <laughs> You're welcome. 
All right. Well, I can't. I don't know if I can help with the phantom limb hair sitch, but I can. I can help with some stuff. Um, okay. So the the first thing is, I want to talk to you guys about about your your vacuum choices when you're living in a situation with a lot, lot, lot of hair. So, first of all, I have to say this is a thing that I have lived. I during the the brief time that I cohabitated with another human, which was not not good. Um, I'm I'm not meant to be around other people. Um, I'm not fit for human consumption, I guess. Um, I had exceedingly long hair during that time, and um, the person who was living with me was made entirely of hair, and so there was hair everywhere. The drain was constantly clogged, and it was triggering for me because of my standing water thing, and um, you know, it, the, whole, the whole thing was just, it was just too much. Um, so the thing that was a lifesaver for me, actually there were kind of two things that were, that were super lifesaver for me. The first was around that time, um, I got my Dyson cordless stick vacuum. I know you guys have heard me bang on about this thing all the time. I, I bang on about it because I love it. I live for it. It is so easy to use. It hangs up on my wall. It doesn't take up closet space. I can literally just grab it off the wall, hit a little button and like zip through my home and hair is gone. And I do this, I definitely did it every single day when I had the super long hair and I had the, the person made up entirely of hair living in my home. But now that it's just me, even though I have less hair now and also it's blonde, so it's like not as like ag aggressive in its appearance when it sheds, I still vacuum almost every single day. I just like love, love, love this thing. And I know that they're super pricey. I really want to strongly suggest that you guys look into the refurbished models. Um, I just saw what, this is super, super low. Usually the refurbished models will, will run about 200 bucks. I just saw one that was like 175. Um, so sometimes like if, you, if you're patient and you really keep an eye out, um, you can even find them for under $200 and so, so, so well worth the money for that. <clears throat> one other thing to mention that was also hugely crucial in my own personal hair management um, when I had the long, long, long dark hair was that um, I had a small handheld vacuum that I kept in the bathroom so that it was just there. And so when I was done like in the, in the morning or, or in the, if I was like getting ready to go out at night, one time a year I go out in the evening, um, I could just, as soon as I was done like blow drying my hair, which obviously like sends hair flying everywhere, whatever it was. I could just grab the handheld because it was right there and I could use it. And honestly, 20 seconds is all you need to do for a, run a handheld through the bathroom. And it's, it, really, it really is 20 seconds. So I know that like, I, that tip is in my book and I know that when the book came out, I know that that was a thing that a lot of people kind of called out as like, this woman is highly entertaining but in incredibly insane if she thinks that we're going to handheld vacuum the, the bathroom every day and I was like 20 seconds that's insane like it's just not it's not as much of a challenge it sounds like more of a challenge than it actually is so if like hair everywhere is a big big deal stick the handheld in the place where most of the hair is happening now if you're finding that like the bathroom is probably the, the primary place for it but like if your living room is constantly covered get another hand handouts are like 30 bucks Right? Get another one, stick it behind the couch, and then it's just like right there and you can grab it. So handhelds. The last thing to mention in terms of, of vacuum choices um, are robot vacuums. Right? I mean, if the thing is about living in a hairy household, 
you just have to vacuum a lot. Like, yes. A, yeah, like a lot. Like, not once a week. Every like, day. Yeah. Every hour. <laughs> the pathos. Like hurting my you. hand hurts from oh. the, the amount of vacuuming I do. <laughs> well, maybe we should get you into a robot because the, the the so the thing is, if you have to vacuum often, well, get the robot; it'll do it for you. No, I'm going to tell you guys that the Roombas are crazy, crazy, crazy expensive, and you know they're Roombas and they are they are the best. But there are other very good robot vacuums that are much, much, much less expensive. So what I would suggest to you if you're interested in a robot vacuum is I would go to thewirecutter.com. You guys know that I trust the Wirecutter people with my life. Um, they have an incredible roundup of robot vacuums. Um, they do really love the Roomba, but they actually recommend a much, much, much lower priced version. I think that's, it's somewhere in the 150 to $300 range, um, a much, much more affordable robot option. So that, that's basically your, your, your vacuum stitch. And really, you're just going to have to vacuum a lot. I mean, you know, as John said, he lives this and he knows. Well, I will, I will recommend the Dyson. And if people from Dyson are listening, you're welcome. <laughs> My parents got that, got one of the stick vacuums. I forget the, the exact brand model. It's a series of numbers. It makes it sound yeah. very impressive. They got that for me and Lindsay uh, pretty soon after Lindsay moved in because they are fully aware of how old and lame we are <laughs> and that a vacuum is a very good gift. They we, just they surprised us with it. They were just like, oh, here's this like $500 vacuum. Have a nice day. Love them. Right. Love them. And they, Wait, I thought they got you the, the corded model, though. I, didn't you no. tell me? No. Oh, you have the cordless. Have the cordless. Oh, my God, the cordless is life-changing, right? It is. We can, it just, and the nice thing is we just got a dog a month ago, and we were. I was kind of afraid that you know most dogs are afraid of vacuums <laughs> because it's a big, noisy thing they don't understand. And he doesn't care at all, which is great because oh, he sheds almost as much as Lindsay does. Yeah, you guys. Also, I was gonna I was gonna wait and tell you guys this in the in the second segment where we're gonna talk about dog hair. But Fisher is here. This is the first for the clean cast. We have we have a dog here with us. He's he's hanging right outside the studio and he's being such a good boy. He's not making any noise out there. He's like the best. I'm obsessed with him. If he pees somewhere, that can be the bonus episode is cleaning up, <laughs> cleaning up after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing, I mean, you guys were at the live show, so you heard me talk about how Wags peed in my apartment. Like, mm-hmm. eh, it's fine. Like, do- dogs will pee. I know how to clean it up. No, <laughs> no big deal at all. Um, okay. Back to our... Actually, in the bonus episode, we got to talk about your trash can that you got for Christmas. It's the best uh, trash can <laughs> in the entire world. <laughs> the video of you stepping on it and going... Yeah, was like, that's so joy I am not going to pretend Christmas. I'm not lame. And it's like <laughs> Christmas gifts, like as far as they go now, it's like that that that's like top of the heap already. Just, yeah, top I, of the trash heap. There you go. Oh. I just I feel like I'm sitting in on on an audition for John to become the I, the new regular Ask a Clean I, Person the podcast second host. I was just I was just gonna say, do you know that she volunteered you to be my new co-host for if, the show? If you need someone who has completely undiagnosed obsessive compulsive tendencies when it comes to cleaning to the point of straightening everything along edges on countertop, like I'm yeah, I, I think I do actually need that. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired mean, of hearing it at home. So if we can channel it towards right, he can work servicey it out. to the re- to to listeners, right? Well, he can work Fantastic. it out in the studio. And then he can go home with all this newfound knowledge and, like, test it out. Just yeah. stop at the container store on my way home. Yes. I bought some, right. some like, box things there the other weekend, just, like, these little containers. Like, I mean, yeah, containers. It it's a container store. <laughs> life-changing. Everything there is life-changing. It's so great. I have a box that holds loose cables. She okay. despises okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I do. All right. Um, okay. Let me let me tell, give you guys one other tip about hair management at home. 
Um, we're going to talk a lot more about this in the second segment when we do the dog hair stuff. But um, rubber, or sorry, yeah, rubber is the natural enemy of hair. And so um, rubber brooms, which are usually meant for like outdoor use or janitorial use, are actually great for sweeping hardwood or tile that has a lot of hair on it. Um, so that's another tip too. Now, in terms of this dude's magnificent mane that is shedding everywhere in a kind of unnatural way, um, you know, definitely br brushing your hair super, super well before you get into the shower to wash it will help with the drain sitch. Um, obviously, he's already doing his daily brushings to just cut down on the shedding. Um, one other thing to suggest, and like you should probably check with a doctor or a nutritionist about this, but like there may be some supplements that you can take that will cut down on shedding. Um, I know that, and you know, again, we're going to talk about this a lot in the second segment, but I know that with animals in particular, their diet really has a huge effect on how much they shed. Um, and so a diet for like cats and dogs that's very rich in, you know, fish oils and stuff like that will help to cut down on shedding. I learned this from Corey Sika, um, <laughs> who, who knows all about cats. Um, and so I kind of want to imagine that the same might be true of humans. Just something to, to throw out there. Um, so I hope that was helpful. I mean, you know, I, I, the, it's, a, it's a tricky question because I, really, I can't really solve it. I really can't stop him from shedding, but I can give you some hopefully some good tips so i mean i will say two things that i do um it really does not help the shower drain situation but i do try to brush out my mane before getting in the shower because ultimately what this shedding is is the hair just has such a jungle to go through that the water flushes it out so if right. you loosen it up before then the water will flush it out and then it won't you know, be all over your couch as much. Also, I would say follow proper brushing techniques and brush from the bottom. Don't just like rip at the scalp because that's going to pull out more hair unnecessarily. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Always just start at the bottom and then and move your way, way up. up. Mm -hmm. Lindsay has like, a. I want to have you come back and do like a whole beauty thing. Um, Lindsay has like devoted herself to like the learning the fine art of growing long hair oh yeah yeah i have like i have been through this yeah she uses horse shampoo i know she does i wish I, which the aforementioned person covered in time made up entirely of hair i used to buy the horse shampoo for him hell yeah yeah and i would use it but for my hair it's it was a little bit too um i have much finer hair than you do yeah. So my hair is a little bit more temperamental your, your hair is sturdier and more thick and lovely and beautiful <laughs> I love Lindsay's hair. I'm very envious of it. <laughs> okay, so we've got another question. John's going to do the honors. This is this is your your time to shine. This is your audition, John. For my audition is reading a question. <laughs> well, I mean that's literally was, the, the role of the co-host. <laughs> I was promised better. I was promised more than this. <laughs> You've gotten more than this. You've okay. been triggered. <laughs> Mike writes, "Dear Jolie, I live in a three-bedroom, one-bath house with two roommates." We are all relatively clean, but there is one aspect of our house I am sure we would all want to change. Maybe two if we include a 72-inch TV. Uh, Mike, I'm quickly going to interject. I have a 40-inch television I am desperately Jonathan, trying to sell. Keep moving. Okay. <laughs> the change I am speaking of is the drainage of our shower. Poor, poor shower. It has to handle an average of at least five showers a day. We have tried Drano and CVS brand Drano and even a makeshift Drano snake thing to unclog whatever might be down there. 
no success. Do you have any recommendations for us to get us back to a normal draining shower so we don't always have to finish our showers in six inches of water? Best, frequent reader, first-time emailer. Wow, you actually get first-time long-time. All the time. That's All really, the time. I, actually, I thought that was just a sports radio thing. I just got, well, well I mean, this show has been sport, sportsy for so long that I think I, I get that. Um, I, yeah, I just got one this weekend, actually. Uh, frequent reader, first-time emailer, emailer, Mike. If you're going to get the first-time long-time, you should start answering questions in a really thick Long Island accent, yeah, right. a la Mike Francesa. <laughs> you know, we were... <clears throat> We we're talking about putting cameras in the studio, and I, I keep saying, I was like, this is this is going to be my Mike Francesa moment. Like, are you, are you Mike also... Mike Francesa of cleaning. Are you also just going through 17 Diet Cokes in the span of three hours? I, you know I'm obsessed with Diet Coke. Like, I, you know about the Diet Coke on the treadmill, right? I do not. I drink a, di- a big gulp of Diet Coke on the treadmill basically every day. That's the worst like, thing I've ever heard. I, <laughs> everyone is so freaked out by that and i do not understand why that's so bad like i why, I, per, I, mean, I think I, it's the big gulp i don't think it's actually the yeah diet no i think some, there's something about it's, the fact it's that indulgent I say, that i say it's a big gulp actually, I, I just hate diet coke so I, oh, I hate the taste oh, okay. it's very it's very like 2007 midwest and you're a manhattan girl yeah yeah i know i know gondelman was completely freaked out by it he just he just goes that's preposterous jolie <laughs> <laughs> i was like i know i'm sorry <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. That is the single meanest thing he has ever said. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Yeah, he he was like, I don't understand a thing about you, but I really like you, my friend. I was like, I feel the same way. Um, All right, let's talk about the drain. I mean, this, John, this is really your time to shine, but like, I'll I'll kick it off. Okay. um, And you just you just interject with your your deep knowledge of drain clearing techniques. I'm very good at interjecting. Um, so before I tell you guys what what you've got to do, because like this is the time for the big guns. Um, I want to once we've once we've cleared out this this big clog that you've got going on. Um, I want you to start doing a regular flushing of the drain, because as you said, there there's a minimum of five showers. Also, I want to know which roommate is not showering twice today, because there, are you supposed yeah. to? No, but it was just it was just interesting that there were there were three roommates, three roommates. five showers. five right. showers a day. I just, well, the one who's not trying twice a day is the normal one. Well, it's the one who's probably not going to the gym. That's true. Also, That's otherwise the, known yeah. as the normal one. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I go to the gym, but still. Like, yeah, like, I go to the gym. I'm, I was gonna say I'm normal. No, I'm not. Um, that has been well established that I'm not normal. Um, okay, so I want you to guys be doing um, like a, a regular clearing. Um, I you don't don't use Drano for this because one, it's not that great for your pipes to be doing it. If you're a renter, you might not care. If you're a homeowner, you definitely care. Um, but also, it's expensive. So and and like environmentally unfriendly and all this kind of stuff. I'm not opposed to Drano. I use Drano um, when I need to, but I don't want you guys using it on the regular. So on the regular, what I want you to be doing, like just just like put one person in charge of this, and and another person is like in charge of taking in the trash out or something like that, like. Just make it one person's thing that they own. Do it once a week. What you're going to do is you're going to dump like half a cup of baking soda down the drain. You're going to follow it with half a cup of my favorite thing in the world, white vinegar. It's going to make that cool volcano thing. You're going to feel really badass and metal about it. <laughs> like the person who gets this chore actually is, is like the one who wins the chore chart <laughs> sitch because this is a badass chore. Then this is the crucial part. So you're going to, like, let that start. You're going to, like, let it make its volcano. You're going to let it, like, settle in and do its busy thing, blah, blah, blah. And then after about mm, like a minute, two minutes, not that that long, um, you're going to get boiling water. Like, so boil a ke- boil it in a kettle. Um, 
and you're going to pour it very slowly down the drain. And that's the, the combination of those three things is going to keep the drain moving clear. It's going to prevent those big, big clogs from happening. But right now, we've already got the big clogs, so we've got to talk about what we're going to do about it. We've, we know that Drano isn't touching it. We know those zip things aren't working. Um, what you guys are going to need is you're going to need to snake the drain. So you have to go to the hardware store. Lucky, lucky, you the best place in the world. I love a hardware store. I um, love the way they smell. I, right? They Just have... that, like, concrete smell. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, a little, like, turpentine, like, uh, no, under notes. Or the way the wood aisle smells, where they oh, keep all the two-by-fours and everything. So great. I could just spend hours looking at all those little drawers of, like, nuts and bolts and screws and stuff. It just makes me so happy. Everything is, like, just tiny and organized. And oh, I love it. See, that's why I like Ikea. It's just nice and organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love an Ikea, although my favorite part of Ikea is probably the part of Ikea you're not supposed to like. I like it when I stup- stumble on the couples fighting in Ikea. So I when am. you go to Ikea, <laughs> there's... Right. Well, that's the, that's the thing. There's always a couple fighting in Ikea. And, like, I just love to, like, lurk behind and just listen. And like, oh, yes. Did we fight at Ikea? No, but we have very different Ikea philosophies. Okay. John mm. wants to look at everything, and I'm like, let's just keep moving. Oh, I'm more of a John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like to look at everything. I like just looking at the like the little like fancy rooms they've mm-hmm. put together. Yeah, the little no. displays. Well, also there was the the day at Ikea where you were like, I'm going to have to leave this Ikea and go get Jolie because she's about to commit murder. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's probably not you guys fighting. It was Lindsay being like, shit, Jolie's actually going to kill someone today. <laughs> Damn it. Um, all right. So you got to go to the hardware store. You got to get a drain snake. Now, one one really important thing to know about drain snakes is that there are different kinds. So there's one that's for toilets, and there's one that's for drains in showers and sinks. So don't get the wrong one. The one for the toilet is called the closet auger, and the reason that you can remember that is because of water closet. So don't get that. Glintz, it's not gross. She hates toilets. Oh, okay. Don't She's like sticking her tongue out. Oh, God. Snaking a See, toilet. This is why, is my fucking nightmare. This is why I need I need cameras in this studio because you, you were just so... Uh, you yeah, know, they like, could see my hair and my disgust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, two things, the two things I wear the best. And your abortion shirt. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, and your abortion shirt. John and I are both wearing the p- pink sweaters. Lucy's <laughs> got an abortion shirt on. <laughs> Which, again, all, all fits. Um, okay, John, can you briefly talk us through the process of snaking a drain? In that I have a little weasel thingy? Yes. Yeah, so I got the little weasel thing okay. from, I, I imagine it was Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. Assembled it, stuck it into the drain, and twisted. Mm-hmm. That seemed to do okay in that our drain was built by a sadist, mm-hmm. our shower drain, because it has a little like flip lid cover that you can never fully get out of the way enough. Oh. Which means we can't use a hair catcher. Right. So we can't use okay. we can't use that and it's also it's a flip cover and it's also the drain is you know it's 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 cut off into quarters, you know, by the little metal. Right. I, I have just one realized of those how too. stupid I sound when I'm trying to describe this. I can I can easily describe any sports thing in the world, but when it comes to the drain I'm like the metal thing with the <laughs> holes. <laughs> so this is this is great. This is really Sorry. They didn't teach us that at Columbia. They don't teach us anything. <laughs> they did not of teach any us a, a, real a world value. Useful thing. I know exactly how long the thirty years war lasted. <laughs> thirty years. Yeah. I had to read Zambian new spelling of my name three times. 
couldn't describe a drain mechanism for you. This is Lindsay's favorite thing, by the way, is other people talking about Ivy League schools. Oh, yeah. So Lindsay, Lindsay, lo- Lindsay loves the Ivy League Today experience. Today is like my hell. I, this is, <laughs> <laughs> Toilets, the Ivy League. But you still love us both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. Um, okay, so the weasel thing works for a tricky drain. So I also have a tricky drain. Hopefully you guys don't have a tricky drain because it's a lot easier to use a snake or a weasel or anything. Like and they're all named after animals. <laughs> um, a ferret. Um, the stoat. If you, have, like, <laughs> if you have like a normal drain. Um, but if you don't, you know, the, the, the snake or the weasel will work. The thing that won't work in a tricky drain but that works really well in a standard drain that people love are those zip line things. We um, wish we could have those, but yeah, our drain makes it yeah, I functionally can't, impossible. Uh, mine doesn't work in mine either, um, which is was, is very frustrating. I mean, I don't have the problem anymore because it's just me. Um, so here here's what the thing is called. It's called the Zip-It Bath and Sink Hair Snare. Um, <laughs> Catchy. It's ba- yeah, yeah, hair snare. Um, it's basically like, it's like a plastic zipper. Like you stick it down the drain and then you just pull it up and it pulls up like clumps of hair people can send me hair clump photos in addition to dirty wash water photos i accept those i got a really good one recently on twitter from someone who snaked her drain and pulled out just like a monster and then she and when we were so excited about it and this then, is the weirdest sex podcast i've ever I, been on. <laughs> it's so kinky my fetishes are so bizarre <laughs> um i um she then sent me a screenshot of a text exchange that she had with it what sounded like her brother where she was like can i can i come over and and play with your drains and he was like what's wrong with you and she was like i went over to mom and dad's and did theirs <laughs> like literally every response from the brother was just like what's wrong with you what is wrong with you <laughs> i was like i understand you completely i think that's in the dsm four okay we're on five thank you very much <laughs> finally something in which i am the expert <laughs> Um, all right, so listen, on that on that note, now that Lindsay's finally an expert in something, um, this is Burn. a good time for us to take a quick break. Lindsay, John, and I will be right back with more of your hairiest problems. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Lindsay Adler and John Taylor. We've been talking about hair. This is my Valentine's Day episode. I think this is so romantic. It's really just... We're, we're talking about fetishes. This is par for the course. Yeah, when I think of love, I think of literally kneeling next to my tub. And because <laughs> because this is... Because we've tried Drano, and like you say, it doesn't really work very well. And this is before I had the thought to buy a snake thing, because I'm an idiot. So I'm literally kneeling over the tub into our drain with a pair of tweezers, <laughs> pulling out gigantic like strand clumps strand. of hair, <laughs> oh, and then calling Lindsay into the bathroom 
the same way you would try to shame a dog when a dog does something wrong, and you're like, you look at what you have done, look at what you have reduced me to, and she just laughs and walks away. Look, in my defense, I do have good qualities. I have been doing this for almost 24 months. I think the fact that you laughed and walked away is one of those good qualities. I love that. I mean, and I'm so sorry, John. You know I love you. I'm sorry to laugh at your pain, but Blintz, that's so like, that's so ice cold, and I love you for it. I am just no longer scandalized by hair clumps. Like I cleaned out basically a rat out of one of my hairbrushes today, and I was like, eh, eh, whatever, and moving on. <laughs> Actually, yours. Can I share? Yes. It's unrelated to hair, but it is a Drano situation. Okay. So a few months ago, I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna make pancakes for breakfast. Oh god! Oh, I remember this one. So I made some pancakes. I get a t- I get a text, you guys. <laughs> so I made some pancakes, and I think John was gone or something like that. So I made as many as I could eat, and then I had a little bit of pancake batter left over. So I uh, oh, that sound you're hearing is Fisher trying to Hi, shake Fishy. off his collar. Yeah. Um. The so, mic the mic actually won't pick it up, so don't worry. But Fishy's oh. out there. He's shaking. He's shaking. He's shaking. Um, he knows this is his segment. He yeah. knows his, his time to shine is about to come up. He he somehow heard us talking about food. So, <laughs> yeah. so I pour a tiny bit of pancake batter down the drain because I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, easy cleanup. Like it's uh, sometimes I feel weird about putting liquidy things into the trash can, whatever. So I pour it down the drain and I don't rinse it with hot water. And it clogs. And over the next couple of days, I try literally everything. I try baking soda and vinegar. I try an entire bottle of Drano. I try just hot boiling water. I try apple cider vinegar. I try just taking a chopstick and poking at it. <laughs> so we had to call. Eventually, it got to the point where there was just no progress being made, and it was getting more and more backed up. And I was just, like, frantically trying to hide this situation from John. I was just, like, frantic. I am not sure why you thought that the kitchen sink was something I was not going to notice was having a problem, given that we have one kitchen sink. I tried. I really tried to just be like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea what happened here. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. So eventually we had to call our building's maintenance people who took this, like, big-ass thing of, like, basically extra poisonous Drano, dumped yeah. it down there. It was just this horrible, like, smelled was like the, sulfur. Was it, like, the powder crystal stuff? Yes. Yeah. And that didn't do anything. No. It didn't do anything. They let it sit for, like, an hour. Didn't do anything. It made, like, a slight difference. So what had happened, it turns out, the pancake batter had gone in and it had basically hardened into cement. And so at some point, like, the Drano was going past it. It was probably breaking it up a little bit. But as the pancake batter buffer was going further and further down the drain, it was getting harder and harder. And so eventually the stuff that I was pouring on top of it was just sitting on top of it. And so anything else I put in was not increasing any pressure. It was just okay. adding to the pile on top of it. Oh, my God. This is such a nightmare. So they, Don't pour pancake batter down drains. They, they brought in an enormous shop vac. And oh! Yeah. Like oh, a, like a high-powered shop that. vac. I love a shop vac. A high-powered shop vac and, like, plunged it. They just, like... You know, like, the noise when you go to the dentist and they're, like, sucking all the spit uh, out of your uh, mouth? Uh, uh, it was like yeah. that, but, like, ten times bigger. Oh and God. fortunately, John had gone off to get a haircut and did not see, like, the worst of the carnage. 
And the lecture you probably got from the guys who had to do that was no, war- they, well worth they told it. No, they told me it was not as bad as the time someone dumped a bunch of pasta into their toilet. Oh. So. I have <laughs> so, so uh, many different questions now. So I know, but we have, we, have, we have stuff that we have to do. So do not dump pancake batter into your shower, toilet, or kitchen sink. We have, we have questions that we have to answer, and I have a date that I have to go on, and my date is literally texting me red hearts right now, so, like, don't make me Aww. late for this date. I know, right? As my as my best friend said, he's like, oh, my God, because the color hearts have been successful, successively changing with every text, <laughs> and I texted him last night, and I was like, ooh, red hearts, and he was like, red hearts? Is this going to be serious? And I was like, I don't know, man. You know it's serious when you get the egg. I'm blushing. <laughs> I've just started blushing. <laughs> Well, it's a Valentine's Day episode. I guess I can I can be a little cheesy and romantical. Um, Lindsay's I'm, sticking her tongue out again. I am not sorry. I'm not frequently romantical. Is the is the thing about me? I think. Well, Lindsay, you know that. My listeners, I think, know that too. Um, John, I'm going to have you read our our next question from Stephanie, since this is your your audition. Am I at least getting paid for this? <laughs> Stephanie writes, "Darling Jolie." Oh, that's nice. I love my dark haired cat possible possibly come on stephanie a frightening amount i love my roommate's white dog i do not love their hair remaining in literally in not on everything fabric i own no matter how much i wash it i have seriously considered purchasing stock in companies that make lint rollers the problem is worst in yes that's right in fleece-like fabrics like the blanket on my bed my winter coat nice socks and in all my leggings i can still see it in my clothing even when i pull them fresh from the washer how do i prevent this please tell me it's preventable XOXO, Stephanie. Um, preventable. I mean, you know, again, I can't. You shave the you shave the pet, right? That's all. Yeah, you can I mean do. that. I, that's, that's that's literally it, right? Um, so, but I I don't I'm not going to tell you to do that. Um, and actually, so we should, we should also say because I love this story. I don't even know if you remember this, Lynn. Um, I year years ago wrote a post, um, an Ask a Clean Person column. That was a, a guy who had written to me and was like, my girlfriend and I just moved in together and I love her and I love her long, beautiful hair, but it's everywhere and it's making me crazy. And what do I do? And, and, he, and he was like, do I, do I, like, do I shear her under the cloak of darkness? Yes. And <laughs> no, no. Um, and, I, and I was like, I was like, no, I think we can avoid the shearing. Um, but Lindsay, like a couple months ago, sent the column to John and was texting me as he was reading it and she goes I can't remember the last time I saw him so happy he has the same look on his face reading this column as he does when he eats pizza and I was like I do like pizza that is like such a compliment I like thank I'm you I'm just glad both. there are other fellow sufferers out there oh yeah <laughs> we need yeah, to create yeah, a, a yeah. network yeah or yeah. something well and the thing is too is that like I, I think so part of the reason I chose the first question about the woman having the problem with the dude shedding was because like I want to always emphasize that this is like a totally non-gendered thing um, and that you know m- men and women both shed equally maybe there are differences sometimes in the, the short hair long hair thing um, well I have like, to note in the interest of fairness I am hairy like a Russian circus bear <laughs> And so there's plenty of my own hair lying yeah. around as well. It's just not as cloggy slash horror-inducing. 
I don't well, necessarily I think, agree. I think mine wrap around them, and I just think it becomes like they they, they I, merge I think I into one super I understand the mechanism hair. of it, right? Because the thing is, is that I haven't had a problem with my shower dream being clogged since it's been back to just me, and I know that it's not. Sorry, but John, we're gonna we're gonna work blue for a second here. Don't don't mean to offend your delicate sensibilities with one. Not I possible. know I know that the problem isn't that he was jerking off in the shower <laughs> because I dis- disproved the myth of the semen clogging the shower drain. Yes, yeah, so that leaves by default the shorter, coarser hair being the culprit because it's not me. Because now that it's just me, I'm not having that problem anymore. So anyway, there you go. When in doubt, blame men. Um, <laughs> good strategy. Yeah, good strat. Um, okay, so here is the time in the program where we talk about Fisher, um, who is clinking around out there. He's he's getting excited because um, he knows it's his time. Um, let us talk about managing pet hair, dog, dog and cat hair in the home. We're going to do clothes. We're going to do furniture and other textiles. We're going to talk about floors and baseboards. Um, we... Like, this was such great timing. So um, Patrick George, you guys know, the editor-in-chief of Jalopnik, who's been, been on the show and who's just the best, 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 best person in the world, um, texted me this week. He has a, a tiny white dog named Kingsley, who I'm totally obsessed with. Kingsley and Fisher are identical, but Fisher's like three times Kingsley's mm-hmm. size. And it's so funny. It's like if you put Fisher in the dryer and shrunk him, you'd get Kingsley. Um Patrick met Fisher when I took him to the office the other day. Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. We have to have a play date with, all, with both of them, though. Yeah. I feel like they'd really like each other. Just a white hair tornado. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I told him, I was like, I'll bring the lint rollers. <laughs> um, so Patrick texted me the other day. Um, he sent me a really cute picture of him and Kingsley together. And he was like, I need help. There's white hair everywhere. He's like, I feel like I've lost the battle. It's winter, and so Kingsley is in full shed mode. And I walked into the office today, walked into the bathroom, noticed that my sweater was covered in white hair, and was like, when did I give up? <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, I've, I have help for you. I gave up the day we got the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I've got help for you. And so I sent him an email, like, out, basically outlining all the stuff I'm going to tell you guys today. I copied Lindsay on it because I was like, Lindsay, I know you're going to need this too. Um, and mostly because I want a doggy play date with your two doggies because mm-hmm. I'm obviously doggy obsessed. But before I tell you guys what all the advice is, I have to tell Lindsay this thing that I didn't tell you because mm-hmm. I was saving it for the show. So Lindsay and I are both are both criers. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, like, a big part of our friendship is, like, telling each other when we cry over completely absurd <laughs> things like on was it christmas that you cried over fisher because you wanted him to have a good life on uh, new year's eve <laughs> new year's eve i sobbed yeah, i sobbed yeah. we had had the dog for like three days and i looked over at him sleeping in the cage and i just burst into tears <laughs> i just want my dog to have a good life i just hope that i can do enough for him i don't know whatever yeah, it made it like it made total sense to me <laughs> um and part of the reason that it made total sense to me is because on monday morning so we're recording this on a sunday on monday morning i woke up and i i was i was feeling a little maudlin on monday anyway um that was the day that i that i took to bed in my oh, yes. kimono at 4 p.m 
Um, I just had to. That is some like straight up 1960s housewife <laughs> depression. I am. No, it's, like... it's something I totally endorse. Like <laughs> an- another friend would be like, Jolie, do you need to talk? And I'm like, oh, that's the right thing to do. Girl. Yeah, no, just I just had it. to. I just had to turn it off. Like it was just so. And you know what? It did make things better the next day for me because I just kind of admit the thing is, look. I, you know, I talk about this on the show all the time. I, I do suffer from depression. I do suffer from anxiety. They are illnesses. If you had a cold, you would get into bed. If I have to remember that, like, when I have a bad bout of depression, it is okay for me to get, and it is an illness. Like, I can treat it like an illness. So anyway, so I'm, I'm fine with all that. But Monday morning, I don't want, I don't want people to worry about me. I'm, I'm really fine. I just had a little, little bump in the road. Um, I was was just feeling a little blue and um when i when i got up in the morning and i was kind of getting going for my work day i started thinking about jalopnik and i started thinking about patrick and balaban and Kristen lee and stuff schrader and you know and david tracy who i got i would just like walk across the to the end of the earth for david um and raf and and right like just all of them and I just started thinking about how profoundly grateful I am that they're in my life. And I started crying, like, not out of sadness, like, out of just, like, this profound gratitude that they exist in the world and that they're so good to me and that they let me do my weird thing on their weird site and that we just, like, that we found each other. And I don't know. So there I was, like, just sitting in bed, like, finishing my coffee. I mean, having, like, a nice old cry over Jalopnik. (laughs) And I was going to text you to tell you about it because I was like, hey, you can tell John. (laughs) Other people are like this, too. And I was like, oh, wait, no, they're going to be in the studio with me Sunday. So I'll just tell them. Do do the big reveal. Crying over the car website. (laughs) Like literally just the fact that Michael Balaban exists in the world made me feel like it, it, it made my heart swell to the point that like I couldn't contain the emotions that I had about it. And I had to cry. Like that's 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 the magic of Balaban, man. Um, all right, let's talk about dog hair and cat hair. Let's talk about the clothes. I love, love, love this lint roller that's called the Flint Lint Roller. It's retractable. It's so cool. It's the thing. It's one of the things you guys during the live show that I that I brought out and was like showing everyone that's in my bag of tricks. Um, I love it. For kind of two reasons. One, it's stylish and I like the way that it looks. Um, but also because it's retractable, it's really easy to throw into a bag or like laptop bag or tote or whatever without having it stick to everything else. Um, so I, I really, really like that. And they work very well. The other lint rollers I want to talk about are the 3M lint rollers because 3M makes lint rollers in all different sizes from like teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny little lint rollers that like we could put in Leah Finnegan's miniature collection (laughs) um, to huge oversized ones that you could like do a whole room with in one pass. Um, So don't, don't sleep on the three M lint rollers. One other thing that I suggested to Patrick um, in addition to the lint rollers was to get a clothes brush because the lint rollers will, the cost of them will add up over time as well as the waste factor of ripping off those sheets and, you know, some people don't care about that, and some people do care about it. So I mention it because it's a thing you want to think about. Um, but a clothes brush will basically perform the same function as a lint roller, but it's reusable. Um, so there's um, a brand called Evercare. They make one that you can find on Amazon or Container Store carries them. It's $6.50. So, I mean, basically for the the, the Flint is $10. Um, the 3M ones are probably around, like, 3 or 4 bucks. So for less than the cost of a, you know, 
the, the disposable papers and for the cost of maybe two, two of the three M ones, you can get this reusable clothes brush. It's got, it looks like a hairbrush, but instead of having bristles, it's just got like a red velvet kind of pad and you just go over your clothes and they, they work great. Um, so that's the stuff for your, your clothes. Something I've been doing is uh, I've been taking the slightly damp paper towel after I dry off my hands and just rubbing it on my pants. And oh, it, and that's working. It it pills up a lot of the a lot of oh, the good. fur. Okay, good. I mean, I'm not like diligent about it, but it's like you know, it's it's a nice pass. Okay, good to know. Good tip. Ooh, one other good tip. Um, I learned this at Vogue, oddly enough. So like you know, if, if fashion people are telling you it's a, it's a good mm-hmm. one to hang on to. Um, FedEx pouches. The huh. the like actual pouch thing that has the peel off. Um, paper that then has that sticky that you stick onto the envelopes and you slide the little paper in. Um, just the pouches, if you peel off that back, it the stickum is like just the right kind of stickum to remove lint and hair from clothes. And because it's big, it like you can get like your whole back in like two passes. Mm. Nice. So if you're in the office, it's just a good good tip if you're in the office. Huh. Basically, great in a pinch. Um, Okay, furniture and textiles. Um, I already mentioned the oversized lint rollers, great for couches. Great for also, like, curtains, I think. Like, I can't remember when I did this episode, but there was an episode within the past, like, couple months where um, – oh, I know. It was the it was the Halloween episode with, with Jaya and Jess because um, we had someone who had cat hair all over velvet curtains, which was incredibly witchy. <sighs> Um, that is, was it Stevie Nicks? <laughs> it might, might as well have been. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I suggested the oversized lint rollers for that because um, you can go vertical with them. Oh, um, velvet curtains. Velvet curtains on a cat is really quite a lifestyle choice. I think, as I recall, though, the curtains had been inherited into the apartment and hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't like the cat owners made that specific choice they were just kind of like okay well these are here we'll leave them it's cool then... how you got miss havisham to write something in for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a, a textile uh, nightmare through inertia yeah <laughs> um okay to go back to what we were talking about in our first segment we were talking about the vacuum so like look if you've got a pet you just you got to have a vacuum um when it comes to your vacuums do not forget about your attachments because the vacuum is great on furniture. You just want to make sure that you're switching to the upholstery and crevice attachments. Um, that will just like let you go over couches and chairs and everything super, super fast. Um, so that's really easy. The last trick is, I love this one. I feel like this is like the game changer trick. Like when I tell pet owners about this, they're just like, oh my God, I can't believe that worked. Oh, I wonder um, if it's the one I'm thinking of. It's the rubber glove trick. Oh, yeah, yeah, not the one I was thinking of. Okay, but. so the rubber glove trick is this. You basically are just going to put on a rubber household glove, dry, you know, not not wet, not one that you've just washed the dishes with, and you're going to run it over the couch or the chairs or the bed or whatever it is that's, that's, like, covered in the hair because, as I said in the first half of the show, rubber is the natural enemy of hair. And so what running the glove over a hairy say couch will do is it's going to clump up that hair and then you can literally just pick up the clumps and throw them away so super super easy um it really works it sounds it sounds too facile to actually work but it really 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 does work um so there's your furniture stuff floors and baseboards ah yes this is the one i was thinking of yes 
Um, okay. This is the one place people who have hairy pets or hairy Lindsay's. Um, <laughs> she's making such going a, to therapy straight from this. She's making such a face at me right now. You called me Tom Brady. <laughs> this is my revenge. Yeah, when does this um, turn into the just the you guys talking about astrology hour? So just... <laughs> the last episode I did was all about astrology, actually. So I think we'll probably spare you. Um Okay, so this is this is the one place where I bend my no Swiffer rule because I do want to say that in in a hairy household stitch, a dry Swiffer can be a really really good in between thing in between your vacuuming. So like you know, as John said, like yeah, you kind of got to vacuum every day. But we know most people aren't going to if you're if you're only going to vacuum once or twice a week and you are living with animals or humans who shed heavily, the Swiffers are are a great in in between thing. Um, just like as I talked about with human hair, lightweight or robot vacs are great choices um, in a household with pets where you want to be vacuuming frequently. Um, now, here's the trick. This is the one that Lindsay's thinking of for the baseboards. You can dust. I know. It's so weird. So weird. It's also not the weirdest use I have for this thing. Um, you can dust baseboards quite effectively using dryer sheets. Dryer sheets will pick up dust and hair better than almost anything else maybe other than microfiber but unlike microfiber they do one more thing they leave behind a thin coating of their dryer sheetness and that thin coating will help to repel hair and dust for just a little bit longer so kind of just like how the swiffer can buy you time in between vacuuming Dusting with dryer sheets can buy you a little time in between doing the baseboards. And your house will smell like a dryer sheet. And also that. And then we also have a use for dryer sheets because I am very anti-dryer sheets in the actual dryer. Mm. It's a whole thing, John. I'm not going to get into it. No, honestly. We'll be here forever. Um, And laundry is like a whole other other thing. I used, when I washed Fisher's blanket and towel last night, I put three dryer sheets in there. I was not taking any chances. That's your Scorpio rising. I should have sent. I really regret not sending you a photo of that lint trap. Next time I do it, I feel you're sad gonna get. That you you're didn't. gonna get a great photo. It was, it was awful. Oh, good. I'm very excited for that because you know I, I I get off on it. There, you guys. There were so many good puke piles in my neighborhood yesterday, and it like hurt my heart <laughs> so much that I made that promise to you that I wouldn't photograph them and put them on Twitter anymore. What part of the East Side do you live on? I live on the Lower East Side. Okay, there we go. Yeah, uh, I was going to say because if you have, if you're in a position where you are routinely seeing oh. large amounts of vomit, then uh, you clearly live on the east side of Manhattan. Yeah, all all the time. So I live like, well, without like tipping my stalkers off to exactly where I live, but basically between to get from my apartment to my gym, I have to walk through House Square. So it's that's why that's why I see them all. There you go. Um, okay, so there are your floors and your baseboards. I have one other thing to suggest for, for doggy, um, which is this. Get yourself, or for, or for kitty, um, get yourself a love glove or a furminator. Get, get the love glove so you can make the obvious so jokes, guys. Weird. Get, come on. Um, if a product like that exists in the world, I feel like you just got to, like, go <laughs> for it, you know. Um, so get your love glove. Um, and especially during wintertime when they're extra, extra shetty, you know, treat them to a, a love gloving in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have a related story. Okay. It was just a 
So I did get a Furminator, and Fisher doesn't like that one very much, but he loves oh. his regular brush. Okay. So it's like, you know, I hold up the brush, and he runs over, and he sits down, and then you start brushing him, and he immediately either goes into a trance or falls asleep. And so the other day, I was giving him, like, a vigorous brushing because I really wanted to avoid more shedding, and huh. it was while he was sitting up and facing me, and... I flipped him over to brush his belly, and he had the world's biggest boner. Oh, no! And I was no. dying. I was like, no, no, no. And then and then I was like, put it away, put it away. And then he made eye contact with me. No. And then <laughs> so I've learned a new danger of brushing the dog, is that he will get sexually aroused by it. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine how much better that story would have been if she'd used the love glove. <laughs> I hate that dog. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Such a beast. It's amazing. Um, so, well, that actually, thank you for illustrating my, my point quite well, because the next thing I was going to say is the dog will love it and be very happy, because a lot of dogs and cats do like the the the, the grooming, and they they it feels good to them, and so, but it really will help with the shedding stitch, obviously. Um, the other thing um, that, you know, again, I mentioned in the first segment, um, but, like, you know, we have to learn our lessons from Cory Sika because if Cory Sika is going to teach you something, you best listen to it. Um, you would just be foolish not to. Um, is that a good diet makes a huge difference. So, um, you know, check with your vet and make sure that you're, you're feeding your pet the best, best, best food that you can. Um, that you can afford and that's right for his or her little needs and that hopefully will contribute to a very healthy coat. Um, the other thing, the, la the last little thing to mention um, about the Love Glove and the Furminator is that you can also use those on furniture. So um, they, can, they can do double duty in terms of like the, the hair pickup removal management sitch. So... That's all I have to say about this topic, um, which was actually quite a lot that we had to say about this topic. This was amazing. You guys, I loved being here. Was this therapeutic for you, John? Or are you really, really traumatized now? I, yes. I, <laughs> are you? It are can you, be both. Are you relieved or are you more fired up having been reminded of the hair? The nightmare that awaits me when we get home. Every yes. time, Every time he starts shaking himself and you can just see each individual hair come flying off. <laughs> The best is when you lint brush yourself, and he comes over and he starts doing it. It's almost like he's he's doing it on purpose. He is. He, he is. is. Yeah. Because yeah. he knows. Mm -hmm. He does. Because he he's a dick. Learned it from me. Yeah. Learned it from. Yeah. He's gonna walk into the, he's gonna walk into the bathroom one day when you're snaking the drain, laugh at you, and turn around and walk out. <laughs> Lindsay, I mean, Lindsay is to the point where if she finds a hair of her, she will come over and just try to put it on me. <laughs> trying to find one right now, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to find one right now. Be nice to him, Lindsay. John, I do want you to know that I come to your defense all the time. All the time. Well, at least all the somebody time, all does. The time. I'm always like, be nice to him. He loves you and he's good to you. Be nice to him. Okay, no, get away. Get away. <laughs> he's putting hair on him. Hey, 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 you two. Break it up. Break it up. Don't, don't, make, don't make me pull this podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. John and Lindsay, thanks so much for being here. This was so fun. Thank Happy you. To be will, here. You, will you guys come back? Sure. Okay. Yes. It's not very okay. far. Okay. Yes. Good. 
um, and bring fish. Fisher was so well behaved. Not not a single bark. We're gonna go yeah. out there and find he has chewed his way through a table leg or no, something. No, no, it has, and we would have heard it's it. It's just a bummer that he was not able to come here and bark on command. I know. It'd I would be some good sound effects. I was kind of well. Next time. Next time. That's exactly what he sounds like. Uh, <laughs> if you guys like what you heard today, even though there was no no Fisher barking, um, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.